In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. I'm your host, and I'll be your Sherpa up Success Mountain today, Tony Grubmeyer. Excited for you to be here. A good friend of mine stopping by the show. He's a father of two girls, a husband, a serial entrepreneur, and he made the decision recently to relocate from beautiful Colorado to sunny San Diego. Now, one of the reasons why I bring it up is it's something we're going to talk about today, about having something in front of you so big, so scary that you find a way to make it happen. And he's a passionate guy, and he's really, really passionate about helping entrepreneurs to build online businesses by, uh, really, I think, deconstructing some of the craziness out there in the world of generating leads and how to do it in a fun way. And so much of what I think entrepreneurs struggle with is that they're good at something, but they don't know how to do everything. He comes in with his little secret uh, way of doing it and showing you what's possible. So I love that he's going to break down some secrets today. They're not secrets. They're just things that he's proven to be true. And over the last 10 years, he has used his talents in online marketing and businesses and processes to grow multiple companies in different industries. Please welcome the newest resident of San Diego. There's a couple of people probably moved there since, but my good friend, Tom Polifka. Hey, Tony. Thanks again for having me on. This is quite honestly... You know, it's a bit. It's a big. It's a big moment for me, and uh, you've been a big part of this journey, um, whether you, uh, you know, will admit it or not. Uh, you know, and you know, moving to San Diego has definitely been a big part of that, but just a really a small cog in the wheel of the whole the whole thing. So I think you're looking for a picture. Yeah, we had that picture a few years ago. So yeah, you came by for one of uh, Entrepreneurs Got to Eat, and. Uh, you know, I I look at like where you're at, your success is something we're going to get into today, but I want to ask the same question every entrepreneur gets asked that comes on the show. Your definition of success. You know, I I've I've listened to your podcast, I've heard this, you know, question come up and answered. Quite frankly, the biggest thing that comes to mind is progress. It hasn't always been that way, you know, it, obviously things for me have changed over you know, the 20, 30 years that I've been kind of beyond the um, high school <laughs> days, but uh, progress really, if you can kind of get that next little step and be able to, to see the results, it helps you keep going. I know I've had some very challenging times years ago, very dark times, and I don't think I had anything that was showing me that I was making progress. And, and I think the biggest takeaway from that was how can I put that into my own life, my daughter's lives, my, my family, but also my, my clients and my friends, how can I help them see the progress they're making? Yeah, I love it. I think it's a unique uh, term that often isn't used on here, right? Progress. Like progress for me is also something that's measurable though. I can measure my progress like, you know, day in and day out, I can see how far I've come. And I usually will take a word like progress 
and spend time in reflection because uh, often we forget to look back. And you just did that perfect. I, I think that it's really, really candid of you to talk a little bit about it hasn't always been easy and it's been some difficult struggles, right? But you made it, meaning you made progress to keep moving forward. So many times people want to quit. So I'd love today to talk a little bit about applied pressure in Tom's life. And what does that really, really look like, feel like, and sound like? When when pressure is applied, what does Tom do? Does Tom, you know, if you put a seed in the ground, it's either going to try to get itself out and sprout, or it's going to stay there and probably wither away and die. What is your kind of like process for that? When a pressure is applied in your life, those scenarios that you just kind of brought up, what, what do you normally do? What's your tendencies? Well, I tend to operate pretty well in under strenuous <laughs> situations, uh, whether it's, you know, back in high school or college days of cramming for tests, um, you know, up until now where I've got, you know, the interesting thing about being an entrepreneur, especially somebody who works from home and, you know, has an online business that um, you don't have a lot of uh, people telling you what to do, which is good and bad. So having that ability to put those deadlines on yourself and really, you know, if I don't want it to, if I really don't want it to happen. I won't make it happen. And I think um, that's really the biggest differentiator. I mean, I think we got to separate out what you need and what you want, right? You talked about entrepreneurs got to eat. Well, you know, everyone's got to pay the bills, but so you do what you got to do to pay the bills, but then what do you have to do once, you know, that baseline uh, human need is met. Um, and then it becomes, is that really important to me? I love that. Yeah. My, uh, you know, my grandfather, uh, wise man, uh, lived well into his, uh, early nineties. He used to have a thing that he would often say when I, you know, was so not petrified and scared, but I was a little bit sitting around the table because I always knew that he had the right thing to say. And maybe I didn't want to hear it, but you know, I'd be like, grandpa, what do you think about this? And he goes, you know, son, you like using this as a way of describing it. He goes, if you want something bad enough, you wait a week. And if you still want it, then go for it. Go get that. Right. And so much, I think of a lot of what I have struggled with in my life is I want it now. Like I want the instant oatmeal today. I don't want to wait for the overnight oats to cook. Right. I want it instant. Right. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with that as an entrepreneur and as a business owner and husband and as a father? How do you deal with that in our society today? You know, it's, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, <clears throat> chime in with a little office quote. And, uh, you know, <laughs> when, because, uh, you know, one of the things I do within my courses, I do like to have fun. So a lot of the gifts that I send out in my emails include, you know, little skits from the office. But, you know, Michael Scott in the office was one time coming up to the reception and um, he, uh, I think it was Pam, Pamela was, you know, was, uh, he was talking about, I want to have a baby. And I want to adopt a baby from Africa. I think it was. And uh, she said, really, you, you think? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, well, it costs a lot of money and it can take a year or two. And he's like, yeah, I don't even know if I want a baby then. And I think that's really, you know, poignant, you know, in, in this atmosphere of so many people, I see this, I'm glad you brought this up. It's funny because I was just thinking about this. A lot of people nowadays were during this kind of weird post kind of the initial shock of COVID and then, you know, coming into this point where a lot of people are moving their stuff online, small business owners. And I see it all the time. I see people that come in and they think that they can just either hire a bunch of people out, build something or try to figure it out themselves. And they think it's going to happen overnight. And they see these people, 
you know, we talked about a friend, uh, you know, before we got on here and like, you see these people that have these successes and you think that it just was overnight. And for me, my, my, uh, my journey has been a long one. So I think really breaking it down into what, like you said, what, what am I going to want a week from now? What am I going to want a year or 10 years from now? And is that really going to be important right now? And, and I think whether that's buying something or whether that's, you know, a, a business idea or something like that, I think we need to understand just to take a step back. Yeah. You know, the, um, the I think the reason I bring it up is I, I deal with a lot of people who um, have this mindset, you know, I'll just flip a switch and everything will be running. It'll be perfect. It's going to be great. And uh, I know watching you and seeing how you've worked behind the scenes and been in events with you and time with you, like you're dedicated. You, you know that there's no lottery ticket that you can scratch today that's going to make you a winner. You know that you just have to scratch lottery tickets every day. You can't just do it one day, right? You may hit the jackpot, but you know that, hey, you got to keep going. You got to keep scratching. You got to keep working for it. Let's talk a little bit about maybe some of the things that have changed for you. And, and we don't have to go back certainly too far, but what prompted the whole change in the move from Colorado to San Diego? What was something that you had thought about that you made a reality? Yeah. And, you know, before I talk about that, you know, it's funny that you brought up the lottery ticket because. <clears throat> Did you me, win? Lot- you, didn't, you haven't given me my share. We're friends, bro. Come on. <laughs> I, yeah, that's why I was able to move. Now, um, you know, back, back in the day, um, I mean, this was probably five, 10 years ago. It was at least five years ago. I used to buy lottery tickets, you know, like Powerball was crazy or whatever. And, and then I saw this, I don't know what it was, but I saw this quote and it said, um, would you rather win a million dollars or would you rather earn it? And I just, it just sunk in. I don't know what it was. So I, I literally stopped cold Turkey buying lottery tickets. And I mean, the feeling of like having my own control over my own life and not hoping that somebody else or something else can uh, impact it, whether it's you know, political stuff or the what's going on with the environment. I just wanted to bring that up. I'm sorry, <laughs> you'll have to repeat your question. No, it's totally fine. No, I think um, I like that quote, right? I'd rather earn it any day of the week, but I'd also wouldn't mind having a couple extra million dollars, right? So I'm kind of a believer, hard work always pays off. And um, that's why I say it's 99% mindset, 1% luck. I'll take the 1% luck from time to time, right? So yeah. I, I like it. I identify, I can relate to it. You know, my the the part that I'm really fascinated by is, you know, four years ago, five years ago, we'd get together, we'd talk, we'd have breakfast, um, learn a little bit about you, what you're up to. And, you know, you, you're always humble. I, I, I always, I described you to uh, Amber Spears today. I said, you should friend Tom, great person to know. He lives in San Diego. You should send him a friend request. So look for that friend request in your inbox today. Um, great person equals really amazing results. And I love being around people. That's why Entrepreneurs Gotta Eat was a great tool to see the type of caliber of people that you can kind of invite to come have lunch with you, right? And so my question really was, what prompted this move of this guy from you know Colorado, great four seasons to chilly, cold, you know, California. Um, I, I'm from Northern California, so I love it. But now you're living to the tip. You're down in Southern California, a beautiful place. But what was the dream that you had that prompted through this humble guy that you are, this this dream? Because I know it was always there in every conversation. There was like something bigger. And I want anybody listening today to hear how Tom shares about the dream 
because everybody has a dream, right? I dream of, you know, Baskin and Robbins. I'd love a nice mint bubblegum chocolate cone right now. It's not going to happen, but it's like a dream. Like when I, you know, get my, uh, my abs I'm, for my birthday, I'm going to eat some ice cream and have some cake. It's a dream of mine. So I want to talk to you a little bit about your dream today, Tom, and how that became a reality. Yeah. Every time you, uh, you say something, I'm, I've got something that pops in my head, but you know, really when you think about for me, one of the biggest things that, that comes up is when you get stuck, you know, you know, it's, it's California sounded nice and it sounded like, you know, I always wanted to wear flip-flops. You know, when I woke up in the morning, I just wanted to wear flip-flops every day, all day. Um, I don't have shoes on right now. As we're talking, I don't have socks on. I, you know, I'm standing here um, and would normally be wearing flip-flops. But the idea is that for me, it was, I was, I felt stuck where I was. And I did, I grew up, I was born and raised in Colorado. First 40 years of my life, I spent, you know, I was a snowboard instructor. I lived, I lived the Colorado life. And it was one of those things that I, I saw there was a lot of entrepreneurial community out here in San Diego. And I, I knew that was just a bonus. Uh, obviously, the weather, it can be cold. Uh, I think it dipped down to about 48 uh, as a low <laughs> this uh, winter. But um, I think when you look at it from a, a dream perspective, I never really like set it out as like, I want to move to California as my dream. But what it allowed me to do is to think about fresh starts, Think about resetting my, you know, where I'm at, uh, one of, which is one of the biggest things we talked about before we started. I'm launching a podcast and it's called The Curious Hero with Tom Polifka. And, you know, it's going to be a great opportunity for me to tell stories of other entrepreneurs, their journeys. Really, it's all about that curious journey of being somebody who wants to add value to the world. Um, and in my opinion, the greatest form of value creation is an entrepreneur. So one of the things that, you know, we were talking about before the, before the podcast, uh, you know, we were chatting a little bit about, uh, you know, how, how all of these things are changing for me now. And I've been that person that's been behind the scenes. I mean, I actually have had people call me the wizard of Oz because I, I haven't been out in front. I've always been kind of behind this curtain, doing online business, doing all the things, having success financially and in those realms, but I really wanted to share that with, with more people um, and get myself out there. So, I love it. All right. The podcast, Curious Hero with Tom Palifka. If you're listening, download it right now. Pause the show. Go over to iTunes. Grab that show. Listen to an episode. Leave a review. Come back and then finish this episode. You can do it in any order you like, but that's just my, my, my ask. I love helping entrepreneurs who have a dream, have a purpose and a passion and they want to go put it out there and they want to make something happen. And then they take massive action. Like, Tom, I loved what you were just talking about. You want to tell stories, right? You're like the Wizard of Oz. That's a great way to describe you. Peel back the layers and there is Tom. But not in a weird way, but in an amazing way. He's just that guy who's super quiet but humble but doing. He's not wearing any flip-flops. He's he's just embracing life today. But you made the move. You made the move to, to Colorado easy. You know, you're like, hey, I've been here all my life, so bye and off to San Diego. And when I see glimpses of you, when you share just a little bit of your family uh, on Facebook, it smiles, laughter, and happiness. What would you say is something big that you noticed about yourself once you moved to uh, California? 
I think first and foremost, my becoming a father, especially of two young daughters, that's been probably the biggest change in my life. Um, you know, as far as definitely, I mean, I've, I'm a better person, I'm a better business owner by all means. And so, you know, he said easy. Um, it wasn't, it, it was, uh, it was interesting to talk my wife into the process. Um, it took me years, but there was the, you know, the culmination of everything coming together. And then we were able to sell the house, move the girls and the, everybody. And for me, you know, having family and, and having somebody who looks up to me and sees that, you know, I'm trying new things. I'm out there testing, failing, quite frankly. Uh, that's one of the biggest things I think most people and young people need to, to go through is, is these failures. And I've been through a lot. And so if there's any way that I can help my daughters see how somebody can live their life as full as they can, but also make a lot of mistakes, um, that's, that's one of my best, uh, best ways I can live my life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break on the Pifa Phil podcast show. We're talking to Tom Palifka. You got to listen close because he's got a lot of wisdom, a lot of things you should be taking notes on. He's going to share some of his failures because I think it's super important. If we're going to talk about success, you don't get there without some failures along the way. I don't know very many successful people that haven't had uh, their fair share of failures. Uh, great husband, great guy, good friend, father of two girls, definitely the Wizard of Oz, at least the one we got to the show today. His journey, talking about stuck and progress and every single day knowing that, you know what, I can do more. And I love the fact that now he's encouraged to launch the next role, right? The, the next big thing in his life, uh, the curious hero with Tom Palifka. And you gotta, you gotta peel back the layer, hear some great stories. And, and as he takes you along his version of the Wizard of Oz, right? He's gonna tell you some stories and he's gonna share some great stories from entrepreneurs and do some cool things around marketing. So make sure you subscribe to that show and stick around. We'll be right back today on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. Since Tony's taking a break, why don't we take one? And I hope you're listening to Tom's advice and wearing flip-flops. I'm barefoot right now, and it is comfy. But I also wanted to remind you, check out the Be Fulfilled Journal online at BeFulfilledJournal.com. It's an awesome 12-week journey to fulfillment. A great journal you can utilize every day and get this. There's a free masterclass included. Daily morning focus is in there for you as well. Daily inspirational quotes, a daily to-do planner, and one thing I really enjoy, a daily gratitude journal. And there's so much more. So take the 12-week journey to fulfillment. Go to BeFulfilledJournal.com and get your own copy. You won't be disappointed. Now let's get back to the conversation with Tony and Tom. All right, we are back on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. I'm glad to be here. Your Sherpa on the way up, your Sherpa on the way down. Here he is, Mr. Tom Palifka. Hey, Tom, I'm curious because I want to learn. I want to figure out how to make some money online. What are some things that you could teach me today that would help me? Uh, I got a great idea. I want to sell bottles of water online. How can I turn that into an amazing business? I think one of the biggest things today's world with online business is we've got to make it easy for the customer. One of my, one of my first things I tell my customers, my students is the quickest way to a sale is the quickest way. <laughs> so how do we do that? We, we've got to make things technically quick. So we've got to have the right tools in place. We've got to have the right website, host, all these things, the, the checkout process, you know, 
you think about Amazon, you think about how can we make everything speedy? Uh, and what, what I've done over the years is I've had a kind of a fly in the, the wall perspective of many different industries. I've been in e-commerce, I've been in affiliate marketing, you know, course creation. I've actually had brick and mortar business. Um, I've had a, a business at a golf course. Um, so I've seen a lot of different things, which allows me to interject my expertise per se into their scenarios and help them understand how can they take that product, that water, how can they put it online, whether that's on their own store, or whether it's in an Amazon store and how do you expedite that process and ultimately, what really comes down to is in the end, becoming or creating those raving fans and those customers um, that are either going to reorder or tell other people about you. And so there's a whole process. But uh, when I look at it, I just look at like, what are the best businesses doing? And I do have to share, when I moved to California, one of the first things that happened was my truck was running weird. I took it to the, a Ford dealer, and I won't name names, but they came back with a ridiculous quote. And I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. So I, I opened up this flyer that I got from uh, a local uh, mechanic in Carlsbad. And I was like, huh, they had social proof all over the flyer. So I look at their website, all these reviews. I, I mean, it just looked legit. So I, I, I go there and it's this hole in the wall down by the river or the, the, the ocean, I should say. And uh, I'm like, oh, surely this place is not going to be where I need to get my car fixed. Anyway, it turns out these guys are amazing. They did such an amazing work. And then they came back and they quoted me a third <laughs> of the price of the initial quote. And so I think what it comes down to is obviously treating the customer, having that entire process, understanding from start to finish how that's going to, I know it's a long winded. There's a lot, there's a lot to it, right? No, no, no. Because the reason why I brought up water, right? Water is something that's, if you're fortunate enough, water's everywhere, right? And if you're good at marketing, you can find a way to hook water into a great selling point and quench somebody's thirst and everybody's thirsty for something, right? So I just use that as a great explanation of just an example today I wanted to use. So I'm thirsty, got a unique water. It's, uh, it's got bubbles in it and uh, it comes from an aqueduct in a really unique region. Um, we'll call it Mars. So you've been able to uh, get water from Mars. It's got a unique uh, selling point. And now I need to figure out how to unload it. So a couple of things you, you just quickly mentioned, I'm just taking some notes, you know, find, find some great, you know, speed, right? Cause we need speed. Like if the site's slow, if it's if it's hard to click around and it's not helping me to navigate to the checkout process, what are some just like maybe services that you recommend that people just look into? Yeah. So this is an ever evolving process. And this is something that I think a lot of people expect or uh, would hope <laughs> that when they start an online business, the tool that they're starting with is going to be the tool they're using in five years. And it is far from the truth. And the people that succeed in, in this world are the people that are adaptable and resourceful. So, so you're telling me split testing, uh, trying new things, always being willing to like, you know, not rest on your laurels, give everything you've got, but be okay if you get bitch slapped in the face and you know, oh my God, I have to start all over. Like you're telling me that kind of stuff? Yeah. I mean, uh, this, uh, yeah, the slap to the face, you know, back, back in the day, you know, uh, 2009, 10, when I first kind of got into the world, it was called the Google slap. Um, and that was my first experience with, uh, online marketing and really like somebody like taking away something from me. So. No. And, and you know why I 
say this, Tom, is like, you know, anybody, as you guys listen today, just listen to Tom. Tom Tom's going to reveal, but he's like the Wizard of Oz. You, you're going to have to learn. He talks about his students. I want to talk a little bit about what you do as coaching as well. I think it's really, really important. I think anybody who is wanting to kind of go to the next level, there's some great stuff that you do. So will you just share a little bit? What's your what's your main URL that people can find and learn more about? So I've got uh, tompolifka.com. So Polifka is phonetically correct. A lot of times people will try to add a little something in there, but it's Polifka. Tompolifka.com, that's where I basically have, uh, you know, listings of courses and um, some testimonials from some students that are amazing people that uh, whether they've gone through uh, the COVID time, I had a yoga studio uh, owner that uh, I convinced to take her teachings online and she closed her doors to her studio and now operates 100% online. And I've got a, a nurse that uh, quit uh, quit nursing and become basically an online community builder of other nurses, hoping hoping to help them basically make more money, have a more fulfilling job. But she built up an amazing following online. But as most people you'll know, if you have a 60,000 followers on Instagram, that doesn't equate to $60,000 in your bank account. So that's what I do is I help them take what they have, which is their special sauce, turning it into an actual business that makes money instead of making followers. Yeah, I think uh, you know it's great, and you're going to check out TomPolifka.com, and you're going to you're going to see and learn. You can subscribe to the podcast there. Uh, you can have some case studies and learn a little about what he was just talking about, right? You know how you you close your yoga studio and go online. How you you know you're a nurse and you want to maybe a transition or find something new. But what's great about Tom is his love, his passion, his his spirit. Um, there's a lot of people out there man, selling angel dust. I'm not saying it in a negative drug induced way, but stuff that's going to like get you high and then leave you like what to do next. Tom's going to help you from ground floor all the way to where you want to go and then beyond because Tom comes from a good, a good upbringing, in my opinion, in the, in the digital space for me and e-commerce and the world is, is like he's been through the trenches and he wants to help you avoid the pitfalls. He wants to show you what's possible when you really believe and trust in yourself and then get the support you need around you to take you to the next level. And that's really what life's about. I mean, I remember several years back when I did my one and only uh, Destroying Excuses Live, I just said, screw it, I'm going to go do it. I don't know really what the outcome's going to be, but I know it's better than not doing it at all. And, you know, last minute, I, all these people showed up and I learned so much about me and like, that's where I want to be. I just haven't had the opportunity to go find the next venue to go do it and do it the right way because I like intimate. I I don't want to be in a room full of hundreds and thousands of people. That that actually is not enjoyable. Kind of like this right now, Tom. This is enjoyable. Like having a conversation, helping somebody, being myself, being okay if I screw up, if the words don't come out right. No one's going to look at me and go, "Oh, that guy, you know, he did it wrong." I that's how I felt growing up. In a classroom, I feel like if I said something wrong, the teacher or a kid would chuckle. And I learned throughout life that there are going to be a lot of people, specifically when you're trying to grow a business, they're going to copy you. They're going to try to emulate you. But I've learned that they can't because they don't have you. They're not you. How do you help somebody today to find success using their story? I like what you just did there, which was, you know, they they can't do what you do because of you. And 
honestly, that's one of the hardest things that I've come across is I've built a lot of things over the years and a lot of things have been copied. Literally just, I mean, you know, there's, there's not a lot of creativity that's gone into this. It's literally like a control C control V kind of a copy. And that can be really disheartening when, um, you know, you've put in a lot of work uh, to do something. And for the most part, they also don't understand a lot of other things that go on behind the scenes to really make it work. But what I've found and the reason why I'm starting the podcast, starting to really, uh, you know, get out there uh, filing trademarks for, you know, products and services that I'm doing is not necessarily just for the protection, but it's because I want to separate myself in the best way that I can do that is by having me be representing what I'm selling. And I think every business, uh, obviously the world uh, is moving towards personal branding, uh, but there's always been a person behind a brand, whether it's back, you know, back in the you know, 50s, you know, you always had uh, Mrs. Butterworth or, you, always, you know, you always had like these, these figures, I think of Jessica Alba in, um, what is it, The Honest Company. Uh, there's always been somebody in front because people don't buy from businesses. They usually buy from people um, or at least there's somebody that's associated with uh, an ideal that they have. So that's really what uh, the, the path that I want to move, move towards. No, and I, I love it, man. And, and there's a couple of things that I want to talk about before we wrap up. But because you're the Sherpa, you get to actually share the things that are most relevant for right now in your life. And you're talking about, you know, you mentioned COVID and uncertain times and helping people like to rethink maybe the way that they do business and options. And, uh, you know, you should be checking out TomPolifka.com and learning about if what he's talking about today is interesting and helping you to maybe find an idea or a concept that you want to go push full forward. Um, but you know, one of the things that I noticed that hasn't got a lot of talk in the spotlight lately, but I think, um, it's a great time for you and I to jump into it a little bit. Um, you've got a shirt, um, Operation Underground Railroad. So I want to talk a little bit about that. If you're cool for just a few minutes, bringing some light to that. Um, I think that is a big movement that's gaining some steam. Not how I want it to, but I know it's 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 what it needs to be talked about is that there's this, this thing going on and the pandemic brought a lot more of this out. Can you talk just a little bit about kind of why you're wearing the shirt and what that means and then um, what maybe you're doing around that? <laughs> Tony, um, so something to, to understand is that um, I, I do want to tell a story real quick um, because I think it's it's relevant. It's it's interesting that you brought that up. I. I did not prompt you to do that. This has been weighing on me heavily. Um, but one of the things, the reason why I've been, the reason why I believe I've been the Wizard of Oz behind the, the curtain is, is because of a, an event that occurred you know, when I was a small child. So I was sexually abused when I was, I don't even know how old, um, but I was in probably a third grade-ish. Um, and basically, this was at a, a local daycare facility and I don't, I don't even remember really anything about it. Um, but I do remember the, uh, the police officer and all the things that went along with it. And so having that trauma um, in an early stage of life mm. can really set that person up for the, the next, the rest of their life. And they, they do prove that I think it's under seven years old is when you're, you know, you're taking those, 
you know, your experiences in life and you're basically, you know, projecting yourself out. Um, and so these kids um, like that you're referencing and you know, child trafficking, it's a huge part of what I am an advocate for. Operation Underground Railroad, OUR, there's a lot of other organizations that, that help fight that. But one of the things that I learned from a coach was I was approached during this training and she, she was prodding me for, for an answer of like, why don't I have people help me with my, like building my stuff? Like whether it's hiring out, you know, somebody to build a website or whatever it is, a lot of the stuff I do on my own. Um, and what she came up with because she also was sexually abused. It's the numbers are pretty crazy, but um, she told me, you know, what happens with people that are generally sexually abused at a young age um, <clears throat> is that they're not able to feel like they can give up control. They want to, they want to control everything. And so the reason why I share that is just from the perspective. And that's something I shared with you guys at that, at your event. I'm actually holding it together a lot better this time, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's something that is really passionate for me. Like I said, I don't, I don't remember any of it, but I do feel like it's definitely impacted me and I'm trying to work through that. But for these kids that are going through that, and it's not just these kids that you see on the publicized or published, uh, you know, OUR posts where it's the, you know, the big crackdowns of the 50 uh, kids at a, uh, somewhere in Taiwan, this happens regularly in the U.S. And so it's a big problem. Um, I'm glad you brought it up because COVID, um, everyone's got opinions on COVID, all the stuff. But if we look at it from a mental health perspective, we look at it from where the children are in these households where the father or the mother are um, financially stressed. There's a there's a alcohol. Um, there's a lot of things that go into this. And I think what they're doing is they're setting something up that is going to be catastrophic in the future. And I'm not trying to diminish deaths that are occurring due to this, but I can tell you I'm one of the lucky ones where I've gotten through it and it's actually made me better. Not to say that I would want it to happen, but um, it's definitely been an impact to my life. So thank you for listening, sharing, letting me share that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, um, no, it's super important. I, I you know, uh, media talks about a lot of other stuff, and this is the stuff that needs to be led on the news. Uh, how people can get involved. So, talk a little bit about a URL and how people can get involved to learn more first and foremost, because I think it's important. And I'm glad that you're here. And I'm, you know, here here's an interesting thing. Um, I don't have notes. I don't have questions. I always sit and feel. Um, and I let, um, just a believer in God, I let Christ kind of lead me and however the conversation goes and whatever direction it goes. Um, that's how I move. That's, I always felt ever since I was saved that that was my opportunity. So, uh, I say a little prayer. It says, God spare me from, you know, the desire to seek love, acceptance, and approval, right? That's like a good prayer for me. And then I also say, God, you know, may the words be yours and the experience be mine. So I just, when, when these things come up, Tom, I don't know why I just, just let the, let the universe spirit move and ask questions and I allow the answers to come the way they are. So appreciate you being candid, but share, um, if you don't mind resources and, uh, how people can get involved. Yeah. So, and like I said, there's a lot of organizations and I don't want to just say that, oh, you are or operation underground railroad, just Google that. 
but uh, I don't want to say that they're the only one, but they're, they're one of the, the main ones that are um, one of the most best well-funded, actually a company that um, I'm an affiliate for um, is a, uh, one of their number one contributors. Um, and so uh, Tim Ballard um, on Facebook, he has a, a page, you know, that you can follow. Um, he's the founder of OUR, but there are a lot of other organizations that do the same thing, do an amazing work. And, you know, for OUR, they have donations, you know, you can buy t-shirts and I think that's the t-shirt that I was wearing in that picture and all the other stuff, but all the money goes, you know, back in, they have a documentary that they, uh, that they created um, amazing stories and all the money, you know, goes back into uh, basically these are ex seals and police officers SWAT. These are the big dudes that, that you would not want to mess with that are, you know, in charge of, of uh, collaborating and, and breaking down these um, these cells of of uh, people that are trafficking children, um, and this is this is actually a, the largest problem the world is facing. There, as far as numbers, as far as um, dollars, it used to be the the drug uh, you know the drug world was you know billion. This is a billion plus dollar industry, and it's it's time for it to, to be, uh, eradicated. Well, you know, Tom, I just want to say thank you for coming on, sharing a little bit of your story. And, and I'm also, um, you know, I'm sorry that you had to go through what you had to go through and there's no way to sugarcoat it. It sucks. Um, I'm also very grateful for you for being here and sharing who you are and, um, that you've gone through some stuff, um, and you didn't allow it to stop you or define you but also for an ability for you to grow and now you could do something about it. So it doesn't happen to the next person. That's, that's why I love who you are, your mission and why you show up. So thank you for that. Um, Tom Um, make sure you subscribe to his podcast, the curious hero with Tom Palifka. Uh, make sure you follow this guy on social media. Even if you are a fly on the wall or you want to know what the wizard does, the wizard every once in a while peels the curtain back. And when that opportunity shows up for you, make sure that you jump into a class and learn from one of the best. So that is Tom Palifka. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. Until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.